الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين في أموالهم حق للسائل والمحروم صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Each and every person living in this world is desirous of having a treasure that will never deplete is desirous of having a fortune, such a good fortune that will be there for him at every moment in his worldly life. When his worldly life terminates, it must be there for him in his grave. And when he wakes up on the day of Qiyamah, then the treasure should be there for him to see to his needs and to avail him on that day. The treasure being an everlasting treasure giving such profits, such return, on and on, increasing by the second. Allah Rabbul Izzat, out of His infinite grace and mercy, bless the Ummah of Rasulullah with this golden opportunity to acquire this treasure. What is this treasure that we are speaking about? It is the treasure of zakat. When a person spends one dirham in the path of Allah, one rand in the path of Allah, one rupee, one dollar, whatever it may be, whether he spends it in cash or kind, as long as it is spent with ikhlas, it is spent for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in accordance to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses it with barakah and the outcome of such a donation, the outcome of such a outcome of such a qurbani in the sight of Allah is such. The Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam in the hadith also spoke about it. Allah made mention in the Quran and Majid about its barakat, unending rewards, unending blessings. Allah Pak says, Matalul Ladina Yunfikuna Amwalahum fi sabilillah kamatali habba. The one who spends one, one seed, one seed, the person who spends wealth in the path of Allah is like a person who takes one seed and he puts it in the ground. He spends wealth in the path of Allah. His example can be similar to the example of the person who takes one seed and he plants it in the ground. Ambatat sabah sanabil 
fi kulli sumbulatin miyatu habba. Allah Park says, then that one seed which that farmer, he plants in the ground, it begins to germinate. And then we find the tree comes out. And from that one seed, Allah Park causes seven years to grow. And in each year, there is 700 grains. From this one seed, 700 is produced. And Allah Park says, it doesn't end there. Wallahu yudha'ifu limay yasha. Allah Park blesses with immense increase. Even more than 700 also, if Allah Park wants, it can continue to grow. Wallahu wasi'un alim. Allah is all abounding in His grace, all encompassing in His mercy. And Allah knows everything who spends for His cause. But in the beginning of this verse, Allah Park mentioned, مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ This is the example of those who spend, nay, they don't just spend, they spend it in the right cause. They spend it in the cause of Allah, in the path of Allah. For such people are these rewards. So in other words, we understand if a person spends the wealth without ikhlas, it's not for the sake of Allah, it's for name and fame. He gets nothing. In fact, he gets sin. He gets destruction and ruin. For he is doing things for himself and not for Allah. Or if a person he spends that wealth in the correct avenue, but he, that the whole contribution and qurbani is tainted with some type of impermissible elements, with some haram. The person gave wealth in the path of Allah, but he gave doubtful wealth. He gave haram wealth. This is also rejected. Then a person, he gave that wealth in the path of Allah, but he didn't give it in accordance to the sunnah. Allah Park says, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ لَا يُتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنْفَقُوا مَنَّوْ وَلَا أَذَى That they spend their wealth in the cause of Allah, in the path of deen, on the poor recipients of zakat, lillah. Then they not follow the good action with giving reminders to the poor of their generosity. And they don't cause pain in any way to the poor person. For such people, Allah Park banks the reward of these good deeds in the banks of the hereafter. In the hereafter when they reach, they would see the mountains and mountains of treasures. There will be no fear, no grief on that day for such people. Jannat awaits such people. So here we find the person, he gives the poor man, but then he causes taklif to him, he hurts, he hurts him in different ways. He gives him reminders of generosity, you know we helped you that time, we helped you this time, we did like this, we did. We find Allah doesn't appreciate. If you gave it as though you are reminding Allah of the ihsan you did to Allah, aliyazu billah, Allah save us. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke about this treasure, unending, everlasting, continuing to increase by the second. Nabi songs one date in the path of Allah. When he comes on the day of Qiyamah, you will find that there will be mountains of treasures of reward. Nabi Sallallahu says, that when that wealth is spent with ikhlas, according to the sunnah, in accordance to how Allah Park had commanded, Allah Park accepts the contribution despite how small it may be. Even one date, Allah takes it with the right hand. Now Allah Park doesn't have a hand like insan. So the meaning of this hadith is Allah appreciates the contribution. Allah Park appreciates that this qurbani that the person is giving, Allah accepts it with the right hand. Allah Park looks after it. Allah Park causes it to increase. Yurabbiha rahman 
Like how one of you takes care of a baby foal. You got a small horse. In the Arab, if you have horses and camels, the of Allah gave the example, a baby horse or baby camel. And with so much of love and affection, so much of attention, he brings it up. He nurtures it to it until it grows. Allah Park takes care of that one date given in the part of Allah with ikhlas. Until it, when he reaches the year after, when the servant reaches the year after, he finds that only mountains that don't do so much of good deed. Allah Park will say that one date you gave. The one date you gave for my sake, in my cause, with my Nabi Sunnat. This is now the outcome and effect of that qurbani, of that sacrifice, of that contribution. So respected friends, immense barakat, abundant mercies of Allah descend on that person who spends that wealth upon the poor. Allah Pak becomes so happy. Allah becomes so happy. In the Quran Majid Allah says, Yamhaqullahu riba wa yurbi sadaqat. When a person he gets involved in usurious transactions, usury, interest, then it might outwardly seem that the wealth is increasing. But Allah Park mentions Allah destroys that wealth. Over a period of time we find it comes with lot of azab. We find that that wealth spent it comes with lot of azab, punishment, the wrath of Allah. It brings along calamities. What of calamities? In the form of theft. In the form of uh, uh, fire. In the form of uh, fights and disputes happening in the family. In the form of heartaches, ailments, sicknesses, the man, the money, you don't know where the money is going. And all that is because that money that he has is contaminated with haram. The, the haq of the poor people attached in that wealth, the man wasn't giving. As a result, that, that wealth was a curse. It's bringing azab with it in its wake. By the every day we find there's always more and more problems. Between parents and children, between family members, there's fights, dissension. There is no unity left. Why? What's the reason? Is that this wealth is a curse? He's not taking that wealth and giving it. He's increasing it in haram. Allah Taala save us. Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned the hadith: When a person spends that wealth in the correct avenues, zakat, lillah, he takes care of the poor, the needy, family members. Allah Park causes so much of noon and barakat to enter that wealth. The evil of that wealth, evil influences go away. Hadith of Jabir radiallahu ta'ala Man adda zakat tamalihi Faqad zahaba anu sharruhu The person who spends the zakat of that wealth The evil influences linked to this wealth the, the haram that is in that wealth goes away The wealth is protected And the wealth is purified Two things happen The wealth is protected We all want protection, we want security So what the man does The man goes to the insurance broker He takes out an insurance policy To come and insure his house, his car, his business Allah Pak's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned the insurance of a mu'min is zakat. Hassinu amwalakum biz zakat wa dawu mardakum biz sadaqa wa staqbilu amwal al-balai bid du'ai wa tadarru. Nabi sallallahu mentioned, protect your wealth by giving zakat. Ensure your wealth by giving zakat. Treat your ill and your sick by giving sadaqa. Some person is sick. You don't know what to do. If sadaqah in the path of Allah, Allah Pak will remove the, the problems. And Nabi Sallallahu mentioned, combat the calamities, the waves of calamities that come your way. Combat it with dua and tadarru, humility before Allah. So this is the, the, the solution explained by the Nabi of Allah for this ummah. We all want security, we want protection. Allah Pak put that protection where he put it here. We're looking for it elsewhere. 
Allahu Akbar. But uh, this is respected friends, as long as that person is giving that well properly, correctly, with correct cal- calculation, he refers to the ulama, he finds out before he discharges the zakat, who are the recipients. How should discharge it? Correct calculation with a happy heart he gives it. At the time of Qurbani, he has to, he has to spend the well to buy that animal. With a happy heart, he says that this is a gift. This is now, I'm giving for Allah. Allah Ta'ala is going to reward me in the year after. Allah will reward me in this world. He gives it with a very, he doesn't regard it to be a tax. You know, now Qurbani, he's looking for the cheapest share in town. Allahu Akbar. One of the cheapest share found in the whole world is in India. Now you want to buy the cheapest share. Allahu Akbar. So that's not a token of love. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah passed, Allah Ta'ala asked him to show his love to Allah. Allah Pak says, give me your son. Ibrahim alayhi salam was happy to give the son. Allah is asking us only for that sheep. So here, respected friend, once a year Allah is asking us that zakat is compulsory upon you, give two and a half percent. Give two and a half, Allah says, I'm allowing you to keep 97 and a half percent for yourself. Just give me two and a half percent. Yet we find the person with a heavy heart, he has to take out. Malana, from 100 million, I only got two and a half, I have to give two and a, two and a half million, I have to give. 100 thousand, two and a half thousand, I have to give. Big thing. Let's buy, see how much you're keeping. Allah, big thing. Allah's right is we Allah Pak says, Inna Allah ishtara minal mu'mineen anfusahum wa amwalahum bi anna lawmul jannah. Allah has done a business deal with His servants. What is the nature of this business deal? Allah is the buyer, we are the sellers. What is the commodity of sale? Allah says, Allah Pak is paying the price of jannah in exchange of your lives and your wealth. Inna Allah ishtara minal mu'mineen anfusahum wa amwalahum bi anna lawmul jannah. Allah Park has purchased your lives and your wealth for Jannat. He's giving you Jannat. And He says in lieu, you should give your lives and give your wealth. From the wealth, Allah is only asking two and a half percent. Allah Park, save us brothers. Allah, save us. On the day of Qiyamah, what face would that banda have before Allah? Who paid His insurance, insurance premiums diligently every month. But when He came to the yearly obligation of zakat, He fell hard to give it. Nabi says, was zakatu maghraman. And the time will come in this ummah where a person will discharge the zakat, but he'll regard it a tax. Allahu Akbar. If he'll have, he won't be happy to give it. But every man diligently is paying that. He's paying that insurance premiums. What face would that banda have before Allah? He's got involved in haram, in usual transactions. We all know insurance is haram. Allah must give us tawfiq of, of taking it out of our hearts and our lives. A person is sincere, Allah will help him also. He had nothing, Allah gave him everything. When he got everything, then he didn't place his trust on Allah, he placed it on the insurance broker. He didn't want to give that zakat, he wanted to make excuses. Allah, how will he meet Allah on the day of Qiyamah? Respected friends, those who gave their zakat, Allah showed them the effects of this barakah in their life. There's many, many people at a time when the looting took place, nothing happened to their wealth, nothing happened to their wealth. First ask him, what happened brothers? Everybody around you, you went and he said, Alhamdulillah, I had, I had yateen in the words of Allah and his Rasul. I gave my zakat in the way the Nabi of Allah asked. Allah showed me the effect of the protection, divine security of Allah in my business. One person personally experienced, some thieves entered the home, they were not there, they broke in. There was wealth everywhere and there was the jewelry there. The, the thieves only took the jewelry, they left everything behind. A man came home, he was quite surprised, he was shocked. Wealth everywhere, money, everything there. They never saw it. Allah blinded their eyes. He asked his wife, did you pay the zakat of your jewelry for all these years? She said, I never paid. The jewelry went, the other wealth stayed. He said, Alhamdulillah, I paid the zakat of everything else. 
sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the sahaba ridwanallahim ajma'in, with happy hearts, they took that well. They knew we're giving it for the investment of hereafter. When I'm going to be placed in the grave, I'm going to require that assistance, divine help of Allah, the zakat will come to my aid. So they gave it, they gave it, they understood. That this is the main investment of a moment. Nabi Sallallahu mentioned when the banda is placed in the grave. And that that moment will be a very crucial, critical time. Munkar Nakil, the angels will come to question him. At that time, whether he'll pass the test, he won't pass the test, only Allah knows. The people who came to bury him, he would still be able to hear their footsteps above the ground. And at that time, Allah Pak will send the aid and to, 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 to protect the servant. Divine aid Allah will send to protect him. The salah that he used to perform in his life on time, correctly in the masjid with jamaat, all that salah will come to his aid. The salah will be at his head side. The zakat that he used to discharge in the path of Allah will be at his right side. The, the, the roza he fasted in the month of Allah, in, in the month of Ramadan for the sake of Allah will be on his left side. And the humanitarian works of kindness and compassion, people who are in difficulty, he spent well to assist them. That will be at his feet side. If the azab comes at the head side, the namaz will be there to protect him. If the azab comes from the right side, the zakat will be there to protect him. If the azab comes from the left side, the roza will be there to protect him. And if the azab comes from the feet side, Allah Pak will make it the works of kindness and compassion to the creation will be there to protect him. Allah Pak will make, again that zakat is coming to the fore to assist that banda. A person wants baraka, Murana, I want a lot of baraka. I want to open another business. Allah Pak is saying, give the zakat, Allah will give you that baraka. <laughs> baraka is not opening more and more businesses. That baraka is showing obedience to Allah. Hazrat Umar ibn Hazan radiallahu ta'ala mentions, he says that Ubay ibn Kaab radiallahu ta'ala, the sahabi of Nabi of Allah, mentioned this, his experience, he mentions an incident to me. Ubay ibn Kaab said that the Nabi of Allah dispatched him to go and collect the zakat from the sahaba. So he went around by different sahaba to go and collect the zakat. So he came to one sahabi, he had about 25 camels. So the sahabi evaluated his wealth and told him that on 25 camels you have to give one single one-year-old camel. Only one single one-year-old camel is compulsory, obligatory upon your 25 camels. So the sahabi, the Bedouin who had to give the zakat, he told us that obey ibn Kaab, one singular one-year camel, what you going to do with it? You can't even give milk, you can't even ride it. This is good wealth, man. If I take the best I have, take this animal, this is the best animal, it's worth much more, you can give milk also, and you can ride it, it will be of lot of use. To the poor. Ubay ibn Kaab radiallahu ta'ala said, Allah Pak only had made this obligatory upon your wealth. I cannot take more. He said, no, please take extra. So Ubay ibn Kaab says, okay, you come with me to the Nabi of Allah, you explain your case, your situation. If the Nabi of Allah accepts, then no, by all means you can give it. So the Sahabi, the Bedouin Sahabi comes, he explains, oh Nabi of Allah, he explained to me, Allah only made two and a half percent compulsory. This is an example. I want to give more. He made worried one-year-old camel compulsory. I want to give the best camel. This age, this build, can give milk, can ride, can do so much. The Rabbi of Allah says, Allah has only made this compulsory. But if you have a happy, happy heart, you want to give it, Allah will accept it. The Sahabi only be of Allah, I'm very happy. I'm giving Allah. I'm very happy. Nabi Sussan made dua. A lot of dua, a lot of dua for the Sahabi. And in the Quran and Majid, Allah Pak commands Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 
to make dua for his ummah, those who, who give their zakat in the path of Allah. وَصَلِّ عَلَيْكَنُ اللَّهُمْ خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُطَاهِرُهُمْ وَتُزَكِّيهِمْ بِهَا وَصَلِّ عَلَيْهِمْ Allah Pak says, accept the zakat from your ummah. The zakat will purify their lives and purify their wealth also. Look at that, look at the benefits. That zakat is going to purify you of sins. The zakat is going to purify your wealth. The zakat is going to give you protection also. And you're going to get the dua of your Nabi. وَصَلِّ عَلَيْهِمْ Make dua for the, your ummah, those who give that zakat. إِنَّ صَلَاتَكَ سَكَنُ اللَّهُمْ O Nabi of Allah, your dua for your ummah to discharge the zakat will be a means of blessing and peace in their lives. This is what the Nabi of Allah is commanded. So let me say dua for the sahabi. The narrator of the incident, Omar ibn Hazm says that I witnessed the barakah in the wealth of the sahabi who gave it, the Bedouin sahabi. In the time of Usman radiallahu I was deputed and dispatched to go and fetch, collect the zakat of the same person. When I reached the sahabi, I found his wealth increased to 1,500 camels. From 25 camels, 1,500 camels. In that day, the camels of that day could be equated to our cars today. Like a man, you know, he had only 25 uh, BMWs. I got 1,500. Can you imagine? And with the same, very same happy heart, the spirit of zakat that he gave at the time of Rasulullah he gave it to the very same heart. Now he had to give 30 camels. Again, he gave that thing with a happy heart. Allah gave him barakah. Allah gave him barakah. So a person who discharged the zakat, Allah Pak shows it in his own life, Allah. Even around, if people will be undergoing hardship and difficulty, Allah will cause that nur and barakah to rain from the sky only on him. Hazrat Anas bin Malik, the khadim of the Nabi of Allah, people were experiencing drought and famine, there was no rain. The sahabi puts his musalla on his orchard, he performs surakat salah, he lifts his, lifts his hands and he makes dua, Allah send the rain. It's mentioned that from the unseen, the cloud came exactly on the spot of the orchard of Anas It rained on his crop, it rained on his land, it rained everywhere around his land, not one drop out of his land. In Muslim Sharif, the Rawait is mentioned, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned, there was one person who was traveling and then he hears a voice from the clouds commanding the cloud to go to a certain person's orchard. Go to so and so person, the name of the man was taken. Go and give water to this man's orchard. <coughs> Nobody else is getting water. Divine instruction to the cloud, go and give water there. So he says, I followed the cloud. And I see the cloud began to rain. There was a person, he had a spade. He was directing the water so much of downpour on his yard, on his orchard, in his land. He's directing in his plantation. And he says, oh servant of Allah, definitely you're doing something good in your life. Tell me, what is it? What is it that Allah made divine arrangements for your for your land, for your orchard to be watered with the divine help of Allah. What is it? He says, I wouldn't have exposed and expressed this to you. But because you heard this voice, I'm going to tell you. He says that the crop that I harvest, one third of this year I give in the path of Allah. One third I spend on my needs and my family's needs. And one third I invest back in the business. He says, Allah Park is giving him barakah because of this. That Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi that nation withholds a zakat. They would hold the wealth Allah put compulsory upon them to spend on creation. They would hold it. Allah Pak caused famine to come on that land. Allah Ta'ala withholds the rains. Until so much so, if it was not for the animals, one drop of rain wouldn't even rain from the sky. Respectively, we all know of the crisis of this Ummah in Turkey. Whatever happened to them, it is a time that we should open our hearts. We should ponder and think, you know, what can I do? What contribution could I make? For the sake of Allah, whether it's Lillah, whether it's Zakat, some organization reliable, we can give that wealth. 
Maybe perhaps our wealth will reach those people. It will be a means of our forgiveness and protection. It will be a means of our acceptance in the hereafter. At least on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Paku said, when this ummah was undergoing hardship and difficulty, it caused pain to your heart. Al-mu'minuna kajasadin wahidin idhishtaka aynuhu ishtaka kullu when ishtaka rasu ishtaka kullu the Nabi of Allah mentions this ummah is like one body like one person if there's an eye ache or a headache the whole body experiences the pain the ummah of Rasulullah is undergoing hardship in any part of the world we should look at it as our difficulty that we are undergoing the detective friends we should give this zakat Allah Paak makes zakat only compulsory once a year it's not a time to give all the masail in this <coughs> in this uh, short time and this requires a lot of time also we should go to the ulama we should learn about how to discharge the zakat then we should worry about the ummah look at our family members also look at the ummah at large wherever we can spend, spend that wealth with ikhlas according to the sunnah halal wealth and we should always consider it to be the favor of Allah for the pleasure of Allah spending it upon the poor recipients regarding them to be doing us a favor not we doing them a favor. Make dua Allah, tabarakallah, give us tawfiq of making amal here, Rabbil Alameen.